0: Welcome to Sandra Ray 's Fiercely Spiritual Podcast you're listening to episode number seven Hi, everyone. I'm Sandra Ray, and I'm here today with Eileen Anglin, and Eileen is an author, an angelic energy artist, an energy healing master, an intuitive life coach and the founder of the path of the white rose and she's also the creator of the white rose ascension healing system and the creator of archangel empowerment meditations affirmations and invocations so i'm so happy to have eileen here today to talk about what she does and about her art and to share with you some of her angelic experiences so welcome eileen
1: Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be talking to you today.
0: It's such a pleasure. And I wanted to start off just giving people a little bit of a background about you, about your history, and about your connection with the angels. So you might just talk us through how that came about.
1: Well, I it's something that I've had all of my life. So I like to go back in time and think about times of my life where it increased. But I do remember even as a toddler or, well, actually, it's funny. It's very strange. I do have some memories, um, very early memories. And I know you're not supposed to have memories of that sort. But I do, like I have a memory of um, a near-death experience when I was a toddler and i had fallen into my my parents pool and i remember being surrounded by the faces of otherworldly beings and they were under the water with me and i wasn't afraid and uh and i remember that i remember that distinctly now it's faded as time goes by. It was very distinct when I was younger, but I still have that memory. And um, I, w- I perhaps think it might have all started at that time. Mm. But throughout my childhood, I could communicate with plant life, with animals. I knew what other people were thinking, the adults and ch- other children, what they were thinking and feeling. And that it wasn't always easy. Um, but i I thought that everyone was like that. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until I entered into my into school that I realized I was different. And um then, in my teenage years, I became more inquisitive about uh, things of, well, back then, spirituality. Uh, and learning about it was a a bit more difficult than it is today. But I remember reading a lot of books, and um, I had another experience when I was 16. I was very ill with the flu, and I lost consciousness. And I remember the same beings that were under the water with me were with me when I lost consciousness, and they Mm -hmm. were talking to me. And I remember when I came to, I, ha- I had no idea where I was because I was somewhere else with these beings. And um, and my abilities increased again after that. And um, it's been an interesting life. I, I have to say I've had some miraculous experiences. I've had life-saving experiences. I've seen things and heard things that um, are, are just angelic. And um, I began my professional career, I guess you would say, my, my public career back in the early 1990s when I began to use my gifts of healing and uh, connection to help other people. I felt a call to be of service and that call to service is so strong. It's, it's really behind everything I do.
0: Yeah, it's so important. And I think a lot of people, the way they're feeling today, they're feeling that emptiness inside. They're feeling that sense of there's something else. And it's really that need to feel that calling that, you know, need to be of service to others. And a lot of people don't realize that it's only when you're being of service to others that you truly feel that joy inside and that peace and fulfillment when yeah. you're giving back to others. That's when you feel like
1: you're on your path. Hmm. The reason why you're here, it becomes, it, it gets into total alignment because that's what your soul wants. It, it's here to serve in some form in some capacity, it's here to serve. Where you to be here?
0: And I think that's where a lot of us are missing that point. We are thinking, oh, well, I'm here to serve myself. And people are filling their lives with stuff. They're, you know, buying more, more and more things. They're doing more and more stuff. They're busy and they're filling their lives with this busyness and this need to have more things in their life. And they're like, okay, I keep filling myself up what I think I need, but actually it's not fulfilling me. It's never enough. And when we kind of take a step back and realize, okay, we're here to serve others. So it's only through that, that we can get that feeling of enoughness and of that completeness. And I think that's really important. So I'm so glad you brought that up. And you i'm just amazed by some of your creations some of your creative expressions of the angels and you know the beauty that comes through your art and i'd love to know how that process began if you always were drawing angels as a child or if that's something that was more recent that developed more recently
1: oh thank you so much first of all thank you i i have no formal education i like to say that everything that I create really is uh, by the hand of the divine because, um, it's, I never went to art school. I just had art classes in high school. Um, and what you would do in elementary school. Uh, so I always loved to draw and I always loved to color and like every child, but I was always fascinated with faces And I seem to always constantly be drawing faces. And um, it wasn't until the 1990s um, when I actively sought to connect with the divine, to bring, I, I just felt the soul urge to create divinity on canvas for other people that other people could connect to i was trying to put on canvas what i see and what i've seen the to connect with the angels in the way that um i've been able to see them in my mind's eye and uh, give people
0: hope yeah it's so important, isn't it? And I think that comes through that radiance of the angels. It comes through in your art, and even though we can only begin to touch on that radiance, people get a glimpse of what that is like um when they see your art, and I can see one in the background behind you, but uh, um, Raphael yeah. Raphael, yeah, and you know there's so many people who question about angels and do they exist and are they there for me and I don't know about you one of the questions I always get is you know I'm asking my angels for signs but they're not you know showing me anything and you know what do I do or what have I done wrong and I think that art really is it's really reassuring that you know there is something there and that there are these beings who are guiding us and um, Do you find what reaction do you get from people who are viewing your art? I've, um,
1: I've had people write to me and tell me experiences that they've had. Some people um, I have healers uh, that purchase it or just, you know, everyday people and they tell me of moments where they really needed the support and, felt they could they that connection with the 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 image and um i've had that experience too I, I, A couple of years ago my husband was ill and uh, i have a very large portrait of archangel gabriel and uh who i he walks with me you know gabriel and i are, are buddies and uh <laughs> And I remember one night being particularly upset and I just looked at that painting and felt that comfort and the knowledge through that, that everything would be okay. Mm -hmm. And, um, I've had, so I've, I've had people tell me they've experienced that there was a, one of my paintings was hanging in a yoga studio, uh, in, um, someone else's yoga studio and they were telling me that, um, someone came to the studio every day to look, just look at one of the painting, the painting, because, um, it was, it was a time in their uh, life, in this person's life that they, they needed support, divine support. And it was their way of, um, connecting and putting, um, that image in front of them for, for many people are, are visual.
0: Mm.
1: Um, And it it goes back to that question you were saying of people, people ask, you know, I'm, I'm praying to the angels. I'm calling to them. Nothing's happening. And I think people have to realize everyone has a way of receiving guidance and it may be different for each person. And some people are visual, and I find that people who who are visual in that way really connect to the art and create that energetic, dimensional connection.
0: Yeah, and I think that's a really good point because I would be quite visual and I love during meditation, getting those visuals of the angels and seeing those faces and feeling that love. Um, Mm. But I know other people aren't so visual, so it's lovely that they can have that experience through seeing your art and seeing your portrayal of the angels and what you see in your visualizations and in your mind's eye um, when you are connecting with the angels. And I'd love to know a little bit more about that process of, you know, how you begin to get inspired to create these, or if you even have a ritual that you go through before you paint, or do you just sit down and begin drawing and, you know, it all happens? What is your process?
1: Well, um, what, I, what happens for me is I, get, I can feel the angel drawing close to me. And uh, and I then I know that that's going to be my my painting. I know that I'm going to be working. For example, I have Archangel Michael drawing close to me and for my next portrait. And um, of course, it's it's and I, I can sense that it's they're announcing that we're going to work on this portrait together. And um, I also receive an image of what it's supposed to look like at the completion. <laughs> my job is then to... Um, I go into a, uh, a place of meditation, I would say, where uh, it's quiet for me. Um, I have my little art studio and I work with them to create this portrait because I don't have any training. It's interesting Like, for example, during uh, Archangel Gabriel's portrait session, I was thinking, I need to find the paint combination that is his hair color. And I was pondering that, and a tube of paint fell off of the table. And I, (laughs) I look, it was the color, and it was the color that created his hair. And, um, so I get help in those ways. I have paint brushes that will fall out of the paint. Uh, I, they're actually held in a, in a glass jar and they'll pop out and it'll be the perfect brush. And see, I need that assistance from them because I don't always know techniques. Uh, so it's absolutely a co-creating process with them. And, uh, and it's interesting, like, for example, when I was painting Raphael, um, I received a lot of healing. I receive a lot of messages and healing while I'm going through that process. For, with Archangel Raphael's portrait, it was a lot of forgiveness work was, was coming through the, to the painting through him. And so I was going through that process in my life, and it was a beautiful thing.
0: Mm, And I found that
1: people who have purchased the prints of that Raphael painting, they also experience a lot of forgiveness work and and support from him in forgiveness.
0: Mm. So they're not necessarily just paintings. It sounds as if they're almost like energy portals for that angelic energy.
1: Yes, and I have had people say they can see you know some people who are more sensitive to seeing energies uh can experience that. Mm. And I I love to get those
0: emails. (laughs) (laughs) I had a teacher who was very clairvoyant and he would be able to see that energy in and around pictures. And obviously, you know, it's amazing the extra dimension that that energy brings and It's amazing how we're looking on something and we think, oh, that's a nice picture. But in fact, it's so much more than that. And I think that's why the energy shines out from them because it is literally vibrating with that energy.
1: Yeah. And um, one of the things I have found fascinating through the process is that all of the archangels, they have an androgyny to them. Um, If you look at my... My portraits, they, even if it's a, if it's a male archangel, it, it, it has a blend of both because we know that archangels really, um, uh, they're of God. So they are, you know, both male and female and, uh, but they will present themselves, uh, because of their, their work here, uh, in one, um, energy usually, mm-hmm. And uh, so even though, for example, Raphael's portrait and, and Gab- Gabriel's portrait is their male, um, there is that androgyny about them.
0: Mm. And it's funny because I always see Archangel Gabriel as being a male energy, but it's funny because a lot of people see Gabriel as a female energy and right. connecting with that energy of the moon, that feminine aspect. Right. And they'll say she, whereas I always find myself saying he. So yeah, it's really interesting that it can be one or the other and both at the same time. And and it's all okay. (laughs) Exactly, Exactly, Yeah. And if anybody is watching today and they want to develop their creative abilities or to connect with the angels in that way, can you offer them any tips to begin to you know, use their creative energy to connect with the angels? Well, um, I think with create,
1: simply asking, asking for that connection, for that purpose. And one of the things that I always say, and people listening can borrow this, is I say, um, for example, I'm going to be working with Michael and I'll say, Michael, please clear and remove anything that blocks me from being a clear channel for this work of art um, or any type type of creativity, and uh, and I'll say, you know, I I will need your assistance, Michael, with creating this, mm. and um, so simply asking, and I also think it's very important to prepare oneself um, to be to for example, I like to go into moments of gratitude because gratitude opens your, um, pathways. It opens your pathways. It raises your vibration to receive, um, to be, to get into a positive frame of mind like that. I also feel that, um, it's important to know also like we were touching on before how you're wired to receive the connection. And, um, for example, I, I tend to be clear cognizant, which is the clear knowing. Hmm. Um, I, and, uh, and some people will be more clear audience where they'll, they'll feel, um, I mean, they'll hear, in their in their own mind it sounds like the, they're talking to themselves but they're not um the messages of of what they are going to write or paint or create um so i think exploring how they are wired to receive will help in that creative process
0: mm, for sure and even trying different things because i know for me writing is a really key part of that process when I sit down to receive messages from the angels when I'm writing it it just seems to flow out onto the paper and as you were saying it's like those words just appear in my head or images come up that depict something and then I kind of have to translate it almost into uh, you know something that can be written yeah so Yeah, it's just about exploring that connection and seeing what works for the individual person and knowing that everybody has that ability to connect. It's just, if it's not through art or through writing, I mean, it could be through singing for some people or it could be, you know, another gift that they have. So it really is about exploring what works for you. Right. Um, And and, and, and that
1: goes... also to um if you're not if you think you're not receiving the the angel's guidance um you may be re- you are receiving it it's just you're somehow missing it and it could be because um you you are waiting to be to receive it in one way when actually it's coming through a different way for example um some well and people have to understand too these are usually very subtle. It's not going to be fireworks and lightning. It's very subtle and you may miss it if you don't allow yourself quiet time. Mm-hmm. Quiet time is very important. Um but also if you are expecting to see your angel, but actually you are wired so to speak to feel their presence. And so it's important, I think, to find out, explore that.
0: Yeah, definitely. And, you know, talking about that quiet time, it's something that we don't do enough of. And Uh, I know that people live busy lives and I always hear, oh, I don't have time to meditate or I'd get bored or, you know, other excuses. And they really are excuses because, you know, we make time for the important things. Yes. uh, And it is all about making time to meditate and it doesn't have to be an hour a day you know even five minutes connecting with them and um you know i'm a big fan of guided angelic meditation and um we were talking about my book earlier the uh, angel's aid guided meditation for children and parents which is all about allowing children to connect with those energies and I love the way children are so visual and so um, connected to the visuals of the angels when they do the meditations and I love also your new album that you have out your Archangel Empowerment Meditations. Um, Can you talk to us a bit about that meditation album? Well, I created it for
1: just for the very thing that we were talking about. Um, I was looking for something for myself that would put me in a frame of mind for that day, a reminder for the things that really help us connect to the divine and just live a happy life. Um, so each, I created this for people who don't have a lot of time. Um, it's... Each, each day is about 10 minutes of guided meditation, which everybody can find that. And you can do it in the morning, afternoon, at night. Um, you connect with an archangel and go through, for example, um, how to get into that frame of mind of gratitude for the entire day. And it's filled with affirmations and um, an invocation to to get into that place. And then, for example, uh, another day, it will be about um, loving oneself and working with that archangel, with affirmations and that guided meditation so that you go through that day reminding yourself to love yourself and, and, and be compassionate to yourself and others. And then there's another day where going into the reminder to look at what's good instead of always the negative, you know, because we're trained uh, early on to see what's wrong. And so this day we is created with the archangel and a reminder to see the good in others, in yourself. And um, I find it very powerful. And uh, I really think for me, um, it sets the tone for the day in a, in a powerful way. And, and I feel the presence of that archangel with me throughout the day. And I don't have, I can't, uh, you know, an hour to meditate. And I think asking people to do that during this time of technology and busyness, modern life, um, can make them feel that they're, they're not doing it right. And, um, so 10 minutes, even, you know, and, and regardless of, of this audio program that I've created, um, for people to take even five minutes, uh, even sitting outside in nature or going for a walk, any time that you can, become quiet um, and it doesn't have to be in formal meditation uh is is very important to get in touch with yourself and those moments really help us feel the presence of something larger than
0: ourselves yeah and i so agree it's really about starting out your day on that note and carrying that energy with you and um, I love as well, you have meditations with angels that people will be familiar with. Um, I think Archangel Michael is one of them and some other angels that people know, but also some angels that people may not be familiar with like Haniel and Shamuel, right. Um, right. which are so beautiful energies and just so worth connecting with. Oh because yeah. Offer different things and different vibrations. Um, so How many meditations are on it? Is it about eight or nine? Seven. Oh, seven. So one for each day.
1: One for each day. And Mm -hmm. and it's designed so that if somebody wants to just work with um, Uriel for the entire week, they can just continue to play that same meditation. Um, Or Gabriel, Find, you know finding of one's life mission and if that's something that's you're going through you can play that every day for as long as you want and uh mix and match so to speak too so um i uh I, again i i created it out of my own need and just wanted to to offer it for others
0: oh, well it's so beautiful i'm so delighted that you're sharing that as well um, if people want to buy that album, where can they go to find it?
1: It's on eileenanglin.com and uh, it'll be under um, digital downloads.
0: Okay. And they can download it straight away and start meditating straight away using right. the meditations. Brilliant. And Eileen, I want to finish by asking you about something you did recently, because I know I was actively following your updates on Facebook and through social media. You had the wonderful opportunity to go to NASA. And <laughs> I'd say that was just such an amazing experience.
1: It was. It was um, it it really, I I think about it every day um, since I've got uh, since I've can't come back. Um, it, it just really shows the power of the divine because to send me uh, to NASA, it was you know it was definitely orchestrated because it was also something I've always wanted. I've always I I I joke that if I wasn't so bad at mathematics, I would have become an astronaut. <laughs> So instead, uh, because talk about wiring, it's uh, we also have a joke here in my home that when God made me, he just put all the math wiring to be able to hear angels.
0: <laughs> I can relate. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but
1: I've always been fascinated with space and um, this, all science fiction and, and my father and my brothers always instilled that in me. And um, a year ago, I, I saw a rocket launch from, you know, I was just watching it from uh, TV. And I thought, wow. I said to my husband, "One before I pass from this earth, I want to go to NASA and see a rocket launch. Yeah. Well, a year later, I'm at NASA watching a rocket launch. I, I was able to um, speak to national NASA officials, um, the head of NASA, Charles Bolden, amazing man. And, uh, one of the things, and, and I, I've thought, you know, why am I here? Why was I sent here? Because everyone around me, well, first of all, it was for social, you know, for my social media followers. And, um, I thought to myself, why am I here? And and of course, now I know with all the changes that's happened here in the United States. See, when I was at NASA, they talked a lot about how important NASA research is to climate change. And they really um, thought it was critical that their research go to um, saving the planet. And it was part of their directive. And at the time that I went, the U.S. elections had not happened. Um, a couple of weeks later, they did. And so now I realize, all right, I was sent there because I, you know, I needed to let people know how important um, science is for climate change. And, uh and I, I have a belief that science and spirituality not only can coexist, but they need each other for um, our planet's health.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And yeah. it's so important to have that holistic approach and not just have science on one side and spirituality on the other. And I love right. that they're coming together more and more and that people are realizing they're not two separate entities.
1: Right. And so I have written about my experience and how, and, and also talked more about getting people involved with that. So now I know why the angel sent me to
0: NASA. <laughs> <laughs> and you had a wonderful experience as well, which is so amazing. I'd love it. Oh, amazing. Um, you talked about your social media channels and I'm a big fan of your Facebook page and um, can you just give people the uh, Facebook link and we'll put it below as well if people want to go over to your page to oh, your page and follow you.
1: Oh that would be lovely thank you.
0: Um, so Eileen it's been such a pleasure and I've so enjoyed our chat and connecting with you and you know, thank you for sharing um, just a little bit about your gifts and I do hope people connect with you go to your website eileenanglin.com um, and you know go to your Facebook page and connect with you there because you have so much to offer and uh, people will see when they go there all the other things that you have to offer as well because it's not just the meditations and the art you have other things as well so um, definitely have a look at Eileen's site and connect with her on her social media channels as well okay. um, thank you Thank you so much.